we interrupt this podcast with an important announcement and it's all to do with the latest PSX. This week, the team sit down and discuss episode five of The Last of Us HBO show. Will Alex be giving out another 10-10? It is most likely. And in case if you've ever wondered what happens behind the magic of the podcast, you'll be able to see it all in an exclusive Patreon video coming very soon. So what are you waiting for? If you haven't joined our Patreon yet, then head over to www.patreon.com forward slash latest ps5 or click the link in the description to listen to this week's extra episodes join now incredibly exciting it's really about as a developer that's an amazing feeling to have Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to this week's latest PS5 episode. <laughs> Dude, I gotta laugh. I gotta stop. How your voice changed from the countdown to good evening. It went from Alex to some professional news reporter. Like. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's what we do here, isn't it? It's all professional here. <laughs> Are we keeping it in? <laughs> it was just because it was so close together. <laughs> All right, then. Yeah, so welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you are all uh, sitting tightly. We've got um, an amazing round of uh, new news for you this week in the world of uh, PS5 news. Uh, We're going to be diving into Sony, the world record breakers. We're going to go into that today. Uh, PS Plus Extra and the premium games February. So uh, make sure you get uh, ready for that one. And also we have the update on the Microsoft Activision debacle. Yeah, we'll keep you up to date with all the latest slews and blues and punches that have been thrown from various companies who are trying to stop this from going forward. And finally, we're going to dive into uh, EA, the open wallet post-FIFA era. Yes, it is upon us. Uh, but before we get into all of that, I am joined with, as always, my co-host, Mr. Sonny Sangira. How are you doing this week, man? I'm doing great. I just lost my shit at the beginning of the episode because you were just doing like a comedic uh, countdown and then there was like a two second pause and then just this complete different voice professionalism just started <laughs> and I lost it. I was like, where did that come from? Excellent. I'm good, at least you kind of sound professional. That's what we're going for, isn't it? <laughs> you know what? I'm good and I want to... I love the latest PS5, but over the last four weeks, I've been more excited about the latest PSX to talk about the Last of Us TV show and nothing's changed this week. Us. Nothing has changed this week. I cannot wait to talk about episode five. Yeah, so we're going to quickly rush through this one, ladies and gentlemen, because we need to, we got more important things to talk about. Um, but yeah, before we get into that, though, uh, what have you been playing? Let me guess, uh, Football Manager. Well, I finished my first season in Football Manager, and in my first season, I won the Europa League and I won the Premier League as Manchester United, and I didn't sign anyone to do it because your boys got skills, okay? It's all in the t- <laughs> If you know the fundamentals, you're going to win the league, right? And that's all that happened. So I've been playing Football Manager and Hogwarts. So. Oh. Okay. My son uh, loves Harry Potter and he saved his Christmas money because he wanted Hogwarts. So uh, the day it came out, I took him into town. We picked up, picked it up, came back. He's playing as himself uh, and he's doing the game himself. I thought I was going to have to sit there and help him, but he's just smashing through this RPG. Now I know he's growing up. You know when a parent sees their kid, like, you know, they're seeing a younger picture than a current picture and they're like, oh, he's so grown up. Or when... 
they see just the height of them. They go, oh, they, they're growing up. Or they answer back. They're growing up so fast. For me, as a gamer, when you see your son playing an RPG by himself, that's when you know he's growing up, right? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Such really about so, reading they're going to go through. <laughs> I know. So I just thought, okay, that's cool. I can actually play myself. But then my seven-year-old daughter came up and was like, daddy, create me and play as me. And I'm only like, uh-huh. you know, play it when she's there, like to watch, you know what I mean? So <laughs> oh, it's bless. just, um, it's one of them where, so yeah, I've been playing Hogwarts as my daughter in the game, but I'll tell you what, mate, <laughs> fidelity mode with ray tracing switched on. It's a beautiful game. It is oh, beautiful. Is it? Like you walk around Hogwarts and the marble floor is literally reflecting everything real time ray tracing. And it's just nice. like, yes. Yeah, this is beautiful, man. And I'm surprised so far. Combat good. Uh, we spoke, do you remember the other week we spoke about um, traversal and just movement in a game and yeah. how Spider-Man gets it right and Iron Man needs to get it right. Tell you what, though, like, because Hogwarts is so big, I was worried that, oh, man, this is going to be like a sloth just trying to get through Hogwarts. No, your yeah. character still runs and sprints and rolls and everything. Everything you feel you can do in an action sequence, you can do in Hogwarts anyway, so you can roll around like a bellin. But <laughs> it just adds so you can get around the map faster, you know. So there's a lot of quality of life in Hogwarts, and I can see why uh, people are absolutely loving this game. And shout out to its Metacritic score, which was in the mid-80s, because there was review sites that gave it 1 out of 10 just because of the J.K. Rowling situation like why really? do yeah. sony give all the opening like technical hardware specs to the new machines to and articles gave it a one out of ten saying it's lost its magic because it's because of its creator so shut up man review the thing properly right <laughs> so exactly. the fact that it's sitting mid 80s despite all that i wonder what it would have been it would have been some elder ring number you know what it i mean probably Otherwise, would be. You never know, it might creep up, right? It might creep up. You know, uh, Demi's got all the sales facts and numbers for Hogwarts, which we'll touch upon after she's done the chart. But yeah, that's what I'm playing at the moment. What about you? Excellent, excellent. Well, I haven't dived into Hogwarts just yet, but I have finished my time in the Forbidden West. Yes, ladies and gentlemen. Guys, on the fucking one-year anniversary, he finishes the game. I thought, what better way to celebrate the the one-year anniversary but to complete the actual game? Uh, And yeah, what can I say about it? But it's an amazing game. It's probably one of the most beautiful games. Oh yeah, that's why I gave it best visuals. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, definitely. Hands down, it's 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 amazing. Um, and the story as well. I love the story. I don't compare to the first one. I think the first one still has it for me, but um, it was a great, you know, advancement to the story, I guess. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm looking forward to seeing what they do in the third installment. Um, well, not the actual VR or the uh, you know, the bonus footage, but the actual third installment the with the, yeah, yeah. In the other game, yeah, the official game, which probably come out on the PS6, right? So I'm looking forward to that, yeah, uh, definitely. Yes. And uh, I'm just happy you got to the end of the bloody game finally (laughs) you know what i mean i'm not going to talk about it here but i'm just saying like it it ends amazing it sets up like the final you know the final like what's going to happen sort of stuff it's so cool how they do the story now but dude let's talk about flying how cool is flying the flying is amazing oh my god just like you can just see everything you know what i mean like all the parts of the map that is normally just cloudy you can easily just fly over there Take out some, uh, you know, some squads just in case, you know. And um, now you rebels. understand why and I kept saying you can just, like, to zip you, off. 
And you go. Why I, why I kept saying to you, blitz the story, get to yeah. the flying mechanic, then go back and do all your side missions then, because yeah. it's just so much better with flight in the game. You know yeah, what I mean? It is. And that's the thing, like, Horizon gets such a bad, like, it's just got so much bad luck, bad juju around it. You know, the first yeah. game came out, it broke new boundaries for visual spectacle, like the RPG block. Because an RPG yeah. game was always great, but there was always something wrong with it. And then Horizon came out and it ticked. It was that big AAA blockbuster, the visuals, the sound, everything, the RPG. It just happened to come out at the time Zelda and the Switch came out. Second one, <laughs> out does the first one in every way. And you think, yeah, it's finally going to get its plaudits. And it fucking comes out the same time as Elden Ring comes out. And you just like, you know what I mean? So you know what's going to happen win. with the third one. The third win. one's going to dumbingly come out on the same bloody weekend as GTA 6 or something. GTA right? 6 is so ridiculous. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I could say it's an awesome game. So those of you who have just purchased the uh, the PS5 bundle with uh, Forbidden West, you're in for a treat. And those of you who haven't played it yet, uh, probably waiting for the uh, the, the PS Plus. <laughs> you might as well. Dude, how amazing is PS that, man? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's, it we'll be talking about that later. We will be talking about that later. So we're going to dive straight into it. And uh, <clears throat> we're going to throw it over to Demi. Oh, hold on. Uh, just news just in. Demi is... Uh, currently enrolling into Hogwarts as we speak, so uh, she will not be uh, giving us this week's uh, recommendation. Uh, that's a bit of a shame, but she will be with us later um, with the UK self shots. However, that's a shame, isn't it? We're gonna we're gonna have to do something with Demi. I mean, how can she? You know, this is an important point. You know, it's an important time. We've got important information to deliver to the listeners, and there she is, like flying around on a bloody broomstick. <laughs> The fucking witch. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> speaking of remix, um, let's let's see if we can uh, break another world record. We'll go straight <laughs> into it. Really Number one, all over. Go for it. <laughs> the Guinness World Records has officially named PlayStation as the best-selling home video game console in history. The original yes. PlayStation shipped over 100 million units within a decade of its 1994 launch while PS2 reached 155 million units, that's wrong, sold by the end of 2012. Meanwhile, the PS3 moved 87.4 million by the end of March 2017, and the PS4 shipped 117.2 million as of March 31st, 2022. In terms of handheld platforms, the PSP moved 80 million units by November 2013. Obviously, it grew after that while its successor, the PS Vita, is estimated to have sold between 18 and 20 million units, although Sony has not revealed how many units the device has moved in a number of years. So, Alex, I thought to myself, yes. I was like, great news for um, Sony to get that award, have that record. But I thought, you know what? Um, let's get you the entire list. Are you ready? I'm going to tell you the best-selling consoles of all time, subject to the list in front of me actually opening because uh, I have no internet right now. It's playing <laughs> up. Uh, all right, we've got it. Good. We've got it. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, so here we are, the best-selling consoles of all time. Number 28, the Sega Dreamcast, 9.13 million. Great console. All right, Alex, as I say this really fast, first game that pops into your mind for each console, yeah? Sega yep, Dreamcast. Powerstone. Powerstone. Brilliant game. Good choice. I was going to say Shenmue. 9.13 million. Good. 
number 27, Sega Saturn. Knights. Sonic. Uh, that's yeah. 9.26 million. Sweet. Wii U. Oh, sports, Wii Sports. Wii U Sports. That's amazing. The tennis is amazing. Zombie U. <laughs> so I got Zombie, zombie U. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so the yeah. Wii U is at number 26 with 13.56 million. At number 25, Sega Game Gear. Sonic. Sonic. <laughs> 13.9 million units. Number 24, mm. the PlayStation Vita. Uh, Vita? Is it Metal Gear? Yep, uh, Uncharted Golden Abyss. And nice. uh, that was between 18 and 20. See, this is weird because it says that, but it put it at 24. They've got it mixed up anyway. It doesn't matter. Number 23, at the moment, this is technically number 24, Xbox Series XS, which is currently at 17 million. You can't think of a game, I know. Uh, number yes. 22, <laughs> the Sega Master System Mark Three. The Mark Three, what? Uh, Sonic, Sonic, <laughs> Sonic million. or Lion King? I think I played that. Uh, that game was crap. But anyway, <laughs> number twenty-one with twenty-one million, the OG Xbox. I think we're both going to say Halo on that one. Oh, yeah, has to be um, Halo. number twenty, GameCube, twenty-one point seven four million. What's the game oh, that Resident Evil? Mind? Oh, I was going to say Resident Evil. Evil. Yes, yes, I like it. Number 19, the Atari 2600, 30 million units. I think we're going to say Pac-Man for that, most probably. likely. Probably. I haven't played it. Yeah, probably SNK. <laughs> uh, currently at number 18, so it's broken into the top 20, uh, is the PS5 at 32.1 million and counting. I will I say God of War Ragnarok. Can't think of any game. Can't even <laughs> think of any game. <laughs> number 17, the Nintendo 64. Let's see Mario, isn't it? Mario 64. Uh, Amazing game. No, 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 no. WWF WrestleMania 2000. What are you talking about? Mario 64 redefined 3D platformers. 32.93 anyway. million, which means it's probably already gone behind the PlayStation 5 on that one. Number 16, <laughs> the Sega Mega Drive, aka the Sega Genesis. Mega Drive, yeah. Um, yeah, Sonic again. And, Streets uh, of Rage, bro. Streets of Rage. Oh, Streets of Rage was sick. Streets of yeah, Rage. Yeah, go for it. Sorry, <laughs> listeners, we've gone off the news, but we're giving you the news. It's a broken world record, so it's only right we give you context. Uh, that's yeah. at 35 million units. Uh, and number 15, the SNES slash Super Famicom. Oh, Street Fighter 2. Yep, Street Fighter 2. Indeed, 49.10 million. That will be eclipsed by the PS5 this year. Number 14, the Xbox One at 50 million. What the fuck? Xbox One? Yeah, if it's Gears of War 3 or something. It's <laughs> always Gears. Oh, Forza. Forza's yeah, I was thinking Forza, Forza's yeah. the only one I can think. I was trying yeah. to think what came out last generation. Crackdown 3 because it was shit. Um, number 13, the original NES Famicom, 61.91 million. Yeah, Mario. Duck, Mario Duck 3. Duck Hunt. Duck Hunt. Yeah, yeah, I just remember well. Duck Hunt, man. Isn't it? That's it. Yeah. Uh, number 12, the Nintendo 3DS, 75 million. 3DS, oh, Metal Gear Solid 3, without hands down, sick. There you go. Uh, number 11, Game Boy Advance, 81 million. Uh, Pokemon, name one, Gold, Silver, any of them. I've never played it. Uh, number 10, PSP, 82 million. Oh, the PSP, Metal Gear Solid. Metal Gear Solid, Portable yeah. Ops, ladies portable and gentlemen. Ops, what a game. Number nine, the Xbox 360 at 85 million. 
Uh, I don't know why. Even though it wasn't, ex- even though it wasn't exclusive. When I think a 360, I think a GTA 4. That shows that they did a good job to really get GTA branding onto the Xbox. They lost it straight yeah. after 360, but it was good at that time. Uh, number Two eight. Years. Number eight. The PlayStation 3 at 87 and a half million. Heavy rain. The first thing. The first, as I said, it's the first game that popped in the head. The first thing that popped in my head then was Heavy Rain. Um, Number seven, the Nintendo Wii, 101 million. Wii Sports. Princess. Number six, OG PlayStation, 102 million. Metal (laughs) Gear. Metal Gear, baby. (laughs) Uh, And number five, PlayStation 4, 117 million. God of War. God of War. Yeah, I guess it's God of War. Even Last of Us. Uh, well, see, this is weird. Well, this is old, this article that I'm reading off. So the PlayStation 4 has actually uh, swapped with number four, which is the Game Boy slash Game Boy Color, which is at 118 million. Because the PS4, the last time I saw it was at 119. Uh, mm-hmm. But it isn't going to move from that. Um, so Game Boy, Game Boy Color, 118 million. Tetris for me. Yeah, Pokemon. Uh, number three, the Nintendo Switch is currently there at 122 oh, yes. million. Breath of the Wild. Come on. Twilight. <laughs> I mean, what's the next one? Tears of the Kingdom. Come on. Uh, I'm trying to think of a game. Um, Little Friends, because my daughter's playing it at the moment. Pets. Little Friends? What? <laughs> it's, a, it's like a pet pet game. There's not that much to choose from oh, on the Switch, is it? you're talking um, about. Yeah, obviously you're blind. <laughs> <laughs> number two, the Nintendo DS. Oh. 154 million. Uh, uh, bro trading, yeah, bro trading just for that. Yeah, we'll stick. No, I say Nintendo. Nintendo's okay. Doctor Kawiwasha or something like that. Yeah, that's the and one. It, yeah, and the number one is a PlayStation Two at 159 million. Uh, we're all gonna say Metal Gear Solid Three on that one uh, yeah. because it, it's a Metal Gear Solid Three. But Alex, there you go. We are sitting there. It just shows how great that you just don't fuck with a Japanese manufacturer when it comes to hardware. Literally, the top ten is all PlayStation and Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, mainly it should be Nintendo because obviously they dominate, including all the handhelds. Yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> so, well, I mean, handheld is their market. Remix, the, the, uh, Switch. That, that Guinness Book of Record. Here's the funny thing, though. Here's what I don't get because the Switch is classed as a. It, yes, it has the docking option, but on all these lists and that, it's classed as the handheld, right? Why? Yeah. Let me ask you the question, okay? And this, I'm just asking you, general, why is it? That with the exception of the Wii, Nintendo yeah. knocks it out the park with the handhelds, but always struggled with the home console. Is it like because obviously they've always had to have a balancing act with software between handheld and console? I think handheld it's because console. the uh, the market is the market's changed now since the the release of those other consoles. You're talking about like the N64 and the GameCube. Yeah, I think they were just kind of slightly behind in terms of. Uh, making sure that they had like a CD disc drive for the N64 era and also making sure they had a decent DVD, you know, for the fidelity games for the GameCube. Uh, but everything else has just been on the up and up, excluding obviously the Wii U. Uh, but Switch now, come on, baby, 200 million. But, 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 you know, you need the Switch U, uh, the Switch U, Wii you need U. the Wii U, otherwise you <laughs> don't could have be the Switch. Next one. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You did, you did, and that was they should have. They, they didn't need to do that. But obviously, investors in it they get a bit hungry. They needed something. But they, but I mean, Nintendo look at it and they must have thought to themselves, you know what? We made so much money off the the DS uh, and the Wii that they could have. They took that. They lost billions on the Wii U. Those, those things weren't cheap. You know what I mean? And 
Yeah. But it you look at what baked. it is, the you silver lining. No, but the silver lining was, was yeah, yeah. The silver lining was they they they, they took it, they, they saw the opportunity. It was a home console that had portable options, and then they realized we had we were on the right path, we just got it the wrong way around. It's portability first with TV second, you know, as the option. And that's where the switch came from, right? They looked at the Wii, they 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 realized that look, it can be done. We can do the tablet with the Wii U, sorry let's take it a step further and let's focus on that portability. And most importantly for Nintendo is there's no balancing of software. And when I mean, what I mean by that listeners is I was working in retail at the time. And I remember if you were on the um, GameCube or the Wii, you had to, once you got your Mario Kart, that was it. You had to wait like 10 years because the next one was for the handheld. <laughs> then they would go back to home console. Then they would go back yeah. to handheld. And that wasn't just Mario Kart. That was Mario, Luigi, no, Kirby. No. You, you know, know that, what I mean? That, that's a clear example right there. Perfect, perfect point. Yeah, you could tell that this the Wii U system was just like a, um, I don't know, just like a makeshift console. You know, it's just, it's just like a filler console because there was no... Um, staple uh, Zelda game or Mario game. You know what I mean? There was not one, um, what do you call it? Uh, event. There was no event games, which was which would have been like a AAA uh, Mario or AAA version of Zelda. They missed that whole generation. I think they so, realized um, straight away when they realized that it's not moving, they just put all. They, no, they, they didn't. It wasn't even, I mean, basically, I mean, it's not really out there, but it was actually a fact that the investors just wanted to see Nintendo come up with something. Nintendo themselves didn't actually want to release the console because they knew that whatever idea they had was just half baked and it was obviously getting ready for the Switch, but they had to put out something for the investors. And obviously, it flopped. You know, because it wasn't a true console, they didn't really have you know those, those two staple IPs ready to you know to obviously push sales. And all they had was like what Mario Kart and two D versions of uh, Mario, which was just stuff that they could have easily released on the DS. I mean, a lot of them were released on the DS. You know, so you could just tell that their heart wasn't really in it. What they really wanted to do was wait a few years, even though it would have uh, you know hurt um, in their stock price. But as soon as the, the Switch came out, obviously everything would have shot straight up, which it has done. So, you know, but anyway, well, I mean, at least they learned their lesson. As we said, I mean, you look at the Wii U, 13.56 million. It sold, what, only, only, it was only 6 million off. I mean, people forget, like, Nintendo's success was handheld. I mean, you look at, it sold half of what the 64 did, and it was only 5 million short of the GameCube. So it's it's around the ballpark of where Nintendo, at that point, from a home console standpoint, you know, the 64, the GameCube, and the Wii U, they didn't sell great. But, um, the the, the stick-out point, obviously, is the Wii, which was just revolutionary for gaming for families and stuff like that but the, Wii, the n64 i mean come on you know what i mean those like the, the proper stable consoles but... i know but you said you said i think you said it there isn't it? and nintendo missed the beat with the 64 they stuck with cartridge didn't they and it hurt them but we're not here to talk about that uh, it, did, here... it did but it's still a classic console and even today you know what i mean it's oh yeah dude it's a great console to, i mean you know, it was the even slowest. playing goldeneye even playing goldeneye today though is a headache though i mean like the controls are just so but dude I, I i remember i remember like it just wasn't moving and it was a, a shambles and then nintendo just thought fuck it and they did the 99.99 bundle with goldeneye marketed it like it was brand new again and it you couldn't find it after that no you couldn't not at all you know anyway, what i mean but moving on moving but on speaking yeah, of what we can find related. alex we couldn't find yes. a nintendo 64 at 99.99 you know but yeah. there is something we can find in the forbidden west in the month of february isn't there 
Yes, we will. So rolling on, uh, Sony has officially announced its update for PS Plus Extra and PS Plus Premium, adding another slate of PS5, PS4 and classic games to the upper tiers. Uh, PS Plus Extra uh, for February 2023. The game that I've just completed, Horizon Forbidden West, is now available. The Quarry, Resident Evil 7, um, Outriders, Scarlet Nexus, Borders 3, or sorry, Borderlands 3, Tekken 7, awesome game, obviously. Um, Ace Combat 7, Skies Unknown, Earth Defense, Force 5, Only Naki, hopefully I said that right, Lost Sphere, um, I am Setsuna and the Forgotten City. Out of those, which are your top two games that you'd recommend? Uh, Tekken Seven, obviously, and Horizon Forbidden West. <laughs> nice, but dude, nice. the yeah. fact that for free you're getting Horizon Forbidden West, The Quarry, Resident Evil Seven, Outriders, Scarlet Nexus, Borderlands Three, Tekken Seven, Ace Combat Seven. Forget the other games, but what the hell, man? Do you know what I mean? That's a crazy <laughs> yeah. list, and I'm actually gonna. I'm intrigued to to try the forgotten city and ace combat seven but yeah. you actually played scarlet nexus remember i had the demo and you were running around the city um and stuff like yeah. that yeah that it was felt the like demo. a platinum game was that, yeah, yeah, yeah. platinum games right yeah yeah so, yeah, so no, that's the slash. that's the game yeah good uh definitely i'd recommend playing that if you just want to just hack and slash away for a few hours um but rolling on to the ps plus premium for february 2023 the Legend of Dragoon, old school game. Jeez, I remember playing that um, on an American import. Uh, Wild Arms 2, um, Harvest Moon, Back to Nature, and Destroy All Humans. So, uh, yeah, make sure you uh, check those out. The Legend of Dragoon, definitely, because I think that just after Final Fantasy 7, so same type of, you know, elk, you know, RPG mm. monsters bumping into all the time. The story was pretty good. Uh, but then again, if you've got time for those RPGs, you got a lot of time on your hands. I don't. I'm a dad. Um, these titles uh, join the PS monthly games, which uh, consist of the following. Um, Ali Ali World, Mafia, the definitive edition, Evil Dead, the game, and Destiny 2 Beyond Light. Nice. So good, good host of games there for the, uh, for the month of February. Um, so uh, what would you recommend for the uh, PS Plus uh, I would say to people, if they want to, uh, they've got a bit of everything, you know, if you want to get into Destiny and a shooter, you've got that there. Obviously, that's the DLC. So obviously, Destiny 2 is free, but the new Beyond Light DLC you'll get for free as well. Evil Dead is like a um, survival online game. So it's worth trying. Mafia Definitive Edition It's like a movie version of GTA. Oli Oli World Pick Up and Play Skater. So uh, great selections there, RPG heavy on the PlayStation 1 classics for PlayStation Plus Premium. But as I said, Tech 7, mate. Ladies and gentlemen, just, just play Horizon and Tech. You get Horizon. <laughs> and I think most importantly, people, Oli Oli World, Mafia, Evil Dead, Destiny 2, add them to your library. You have them forever. The other games, you have them until they leave the service, regardless of what you do. But if you haven't played Horizon, now's your time to do it. You're getting it free in your subscription. As of the quarry, Resident Evil 7, great game. Um, and then obviously you've got um, Tekken 7 and Scarlet Nexus and all the other games. So yeah, definitely recommended. Definitely nice. So uh, yeah, so definitely make sure you dive into those. And we're back. And uh, this week is actually an ad-free episode, you lucky gunners. So uh, we're going to roll straight into uh, this week's uh, story number three. So what do we have from uh, Microsoft, Sonny? I got my 
And there was our jingle, ladies and gentlemen. You know you all love that song. When you hear that song, you know what we're going to talk about. <laughs> Number three, Microsoft has said multiple times now that it will fight to get its acquisition of Activision Blizzard approved. And for the first time on February 21st, 2023, it will have to walk that talk in front of the EU. You know, it's funny when I said there, when I said they would fight to get its acquisition. <laughs> the only thing I can imagine, this whole saga, all I keep thinking is, get ready for the next battle. Get ready for the next battle. That's going through my mind as well. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like Kazuya going against Exactly. <laughs> okay. Uh, the company will have to defend its proposed deal to the EU and national antitrust officials a week from today or this week in a closed hearing, according to a new report from Reuters. The meeting was also confirmed to Reuters by a Microsoft spokesperson. It was less than a week ago that the EU issued an antitrust warning to Microsoft listing ways in which it could get the deal through if it agreed to certain concessions like splitting Activision Blizzard up, allowing Microsoft to only purchase a part of it. What Microsoft offers the EU in this upcoming hearing could potentially be an event which makes or breaks this deal. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> if it were to agree to some of the concessions the EU has already suggested, then the effect this deal has on the industry will likely look a lot different than what it might have been before. Other reports are saying that Sony will also attend the hearing along with other companies who will likely be there to continue and argue against the deal going through at all. In either case, we'll keep you updated here on the latest PS5 as we have every step of the way as this story <clears throat> continues to develop. Alex, I said to you as a joke, um, well, I didn't say it's a joke. I told you that one of the concessions yeah. was they buy Activision, but not COD. Can you imagine that? <laughs> it's not worth sixty nine billion. It's worth like one billion if it's not got COD in it. <laughs> exactly. I can't believe that they've even considered chopping it in half. You know, and splitting the company. I mean, how is that even possible? But dude, this is the problem. This is the problem, and this is the masterstroke at its best. Microsoft. And we've laughed about this. And it's something I kept saying. They've changed their messaging so much from the initial announcement of purchase yeah. that it's been unbelievable. Like they did the website. They said, that, oh, we're buying it for COD. Obviously, no, wait, we're buying it for King. We're buying it for mobile. We're buying it to grow console. No, wait, we're <laughs> buying it to push cloud forward. Now the EU have turned around to them and said, okay, we'll buy it for King, not COD. This is what you're. This is the last thing you've said to us, and now Microsoft are like, oh shit, you know, <laughs> Do you know what I mean? They got us. You know what I mean? So I can't wait. Like the deals, we we've said it on this show for ages. The deal will go through, but now they've because they've just if they just kept their mouth shut, you know what I mean, and then just waited for these official hearings and said what mm. they needed to say, because yeah. now whatever their initial idea to recoup $69 billion is not going to happen for 10 years because the last concession they gave Sony was COD for 10 years on PS Plus. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, like, you're not making money in that sense. Yeah. So, you know, it's going to be really cool. And I can't wait to stop talking about this fucking subject. You know, I'll, I'll, miss, the, I'll miss the jingle, but I can't wait to stop talking about it. Yeah, hopefully. I think we talked about it too deaf, and I think hopefully... Yeah, like you said, hopefully they do get it. They do manage to get this deal sorted out in relatively good time, so we can just continue with lives. Uh, 
I mean, it's because it's the price that they're purchasing it for, right? I mean, everybody mm -hmm. wants a slice of that. I mean, what, how, how much are we looking at? $69 billion? It's like, come on now. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're not going to be sharing it with some of the um, industry leaders and veterans like Sony, who's been pretty much been eating off that card cake for the longest time, right? So, um, obviously, this, but like I said before, it is just showing how vulnerable a lot of these companies are, especially Sony, you know, that you're actually relying on a, such a, thir a third party brand such as, you know, Activision, you know, to pretty much mm. bolster up the uh, the third quarter every year. Um, but hey, hopefully they come up with a alternative plan with factions, you know, hopefully, you know what I mean? They can get the, one of their own IPs to actually just help them out. But then again, COD's card, right? You know, it's had how many years of um, industry IP building and reputation building? It's like, what, 20 years or something? But hey... Hopefully it gets wrapped up. But uh, speaking of wrapping up, um, uh, next story: the German PlayStation bug has revealed a number of previously to PSVR two for the launch window. So excuse the translation, but we're going to do our best uh, in cipher German. Gorn, <clears throat> Gorn. <laughs> If you've always wanted to slip into the role of a gladiator, you've come to the right place. This fully physics-based combat engine lets you slaughter enemies in creative waves. Attention, a lot of blood will spill! Exclamation mark. Hopefully that's getting your uh, your fingers tingling. The next game, uh, Solaris Offworld Combat 2, an e-sportsman uh, e in a distant future. Um, as an esportsman in a distant future, you engage in shootouts on virtual hollow fields. That sounds cool. Um, the goal is to capture and control point with your team and hold it for as long as possible. So like capture a red flag uh, to keep you moving during this time. The control point rotates every 30 seconds. Uh, coordination and teamwork are keys to success here. In terms of the multiplayer aspect. Uh, the next game, Project Wingman. Uh, similar to Ace Combat, except that you climb into the cockpit yourself with VR glasses, become a fighter pilot, and assert yourself in fast-paced dogfights, or attack various ground targets in a scorched world. More than 20 jet planes and around 40 individual weapons ensure sufficient variety. And finally, uh, Wanderer Remastered. Travel through time and change the course of history. Wanderer makes it possible to um, experience historical up-close, interact with people from different eras and solve escape room-like puzzles. Uh, perhaps you can manage to avert the downfall of our civilization. Spoiler alert, it still happened. But anyway, um, <laughs> especially if you look at the, um, the Last of Us. But out of those four games, any of those tickle your fancy, mate? Nah, not really. Yeah. Uh, Project yes, Wingman yeah. sounds cool, uh, yeah. but... Um... Yeah, not really fussed on no. these games. You know <laughs> what I mean? We've got too much to play now, which is a good problem to have. That is. It is. You know, too many games is never a bad problem. But yeah, this week is actually your ad-free week as you're looking sons of guns. Uh, anyway, we're rolling over to EA and they've got some news on the FIFA side. We got something. Yeah, uh, number five. Um, EA's departure from its relationship with FIFA means that we're not going to be betting FIFA games in the same way. What means that we're not going to be betting FIFA games? Okay, hold on. <clears throat> okay, just start again. Actually, start again, dude. Yep, You've just on. come. 
Okay. Yeah, we're back, back from the uh, yeah we just come back from the ad free uh it's an ad free week for you son of a gun so we run over to see what EA has got to talk about this week about some FIFA I just messed that up <laughs> but anyway what's number five <laughs> <laughs> we've been fucking this one up for ages <laughs> listeners don't even realize <laughs> I'm gonna keep this all in live radio I'm just gonna keep it all in like yeah, ladies and gentlemen I've, I've, I've typed it up and I've typed it up and I'm like I don't even know what the fuck I've typed. <laughs> EA's departure from its relationship with FIFA means that we're going to be seeing new deals across oh. the football landscape. Nice. Also, from a gameplay perspective, it will be the same old gameplay players have come to love, though it will go by a different name, which is we obviously confirmed this EA Sports FC. Part of this change also means EA needing to sign new deals in order to continue working with the players and teams it needs to. And it looks like the publisher might be closing on a deal with the UK's Premier League worth $500 million. My dollars. The news comes from Sky News editor Mark Kleinman, who tweeted out news of the deal, noting that the alleged value of half a billion is more than twice the current annual value. This deal likely won't be the only one EA will have to renegotiate as the rest of the professional leagues around the world will likely also look to get more money out of EA. So, people, you're wondering, huh? Soccer, football, (laughs) as we call it, is the biggest sport in the world. Yes, it is. And um, somebody here is listening, thinking, yeah, but the Super Bowl did 113 million viewers. Oh, that's cute. Manchester United versus Liverpool does about 800 million viewers. Okay. Anyway, (laughs) the Premier League, which is the UK league, which has Manchester United in it, is the biggest Super League power league in the world. It's got the most TV deals and most money. This is the league you need in your game. This is the league EA paid extra to make sure Konami couldn't get separately. That's why Konami have always only ever had two Premier League teams. That's all they're allowed. One is always Man United. You know why. (laughs) So, EA now not working with FIFA. They Obviously, there's two licenses. Obviously, you have the FIFA license, you have the FIFA Pro. If you have FIFA Pro, which Konami have, which uh, EA have, you have the rights to use all of the names for the players that's what it, that that the fifa pro license all the licenses for the players names that's fine then you need another you need to either the fifa license which obviously they had with fifa or you have to go league by league which is what konami have to do right and that's what ea are doing here so they've gone to the premier league and they're saying we're going to give you 500 million dollars to have your league in our game because if you don't have our league in our game people ain't going to buy your game you know what I mean? So <laughs> yeah. it's one of them where it's a massive money when you realize that 500 million, ladies and gentlemen, this is the equivalent of this one deal for this one league is how much it costs to make GTA 5 and market the game and release the game. Do you know what I mean? That's how big this Premier League license is. But <laughs> because people got to understand that if you go around the world, people in Germany will buy FIFA for German football, but their second league is the Premier League. People in Italy will buy it for Serie A, which is the Italian league, but the second league for them is the Premier League. Spain, same thing. Spanish league for them, but the second league is Premier League. America, 50-50. Half will buy it for the MLS. The rest will buy it for the Premier League. Everywhere else in the world, Premier League is number one. Without Mm. a shadow of a doubt, every country, every territory out of the major leagues um, in world football, 
will be buying it to play as Premier League teams or to play as a Real Madrid or to play as a Barcelona, but it's always Premier League, Premier League, Premier League. And that's why you pay the money, man. You pay these big bucks to get these yeah. leagues in your game. So, yeah, but... Uh, You're not surprised, you know. I'm, I'm surprised it's only $500 million. I think it would be like a billion or something, or 1.5. I mean, it's, you know, we're talking about well, this the most is just, popular sport in the world. I know, but Alex, you got to remember, this is just one league. That's that's yeah. $500 million for just 20 teams. That's it. Yeah. But, yeah. Th- but those 20 teams is Manchester United, it's Arsenal, mm. it's Chelsea, it's Liverpool, yeah. fucking scum Liverpool. But you know what I mean? It's from Manchester United. Let's <laughs> be right, let's 90- start. Calm down, calm, calm 90%, down. 90% of that brand value is United. We all know that. Yeah. Everyone else is just like, you know, the peas on the side. The steak is Manchester United. The peas are the rest of the teams. The cauliflower is Liverpool. You know what I mean? The, the out-of-date <laughs> wrinkly sprout is like Arsenal, you know. But anyway... Enough about that, Alex. I'm excited <laughs> about story number six. Yes. Uh, story number six. What we have is uh, rumors, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to be talking uh, uh, Fire uh, Fire Sprite Studios. Um, uh, who let me uh, go into it? Had picked up the rights to develop a new twisted metal game, uh, and now fresh evidence has reared its head, suggesting that the game may also be VR compatible and launched for a day one PC and PlayStation release. It's happening! It's happening! Day and day release. Uh, first up, there's a job listing that calls for a principal physics programmer to join the development of a new AAA. Uh, Unreal 5 multiplayer action game. It also mentions experience developing gameplay for VR would be useful and says that the project will blend gameplay mechanics and deeply embedding storytelling elements into a unique universe. Another listing reveals uh, the following. As a lead AI programmer, not used in ChatGPT, you will be responsible for designing, developing, and maintaining state-of-the-art AI behavioral systems and overall NPC gameplay architecture. You will be working on next-gen platforms and in areas such as, but not limited to, AI, NPC behaviors, pathfinding, navigation, decision decision trees, choice systems. And again, I think those are all the things that you can actually put ask ChatGPT to figure out. So <laughs> that's going to be fun trying to figure that one out. Uh, meanwhile, uh, there's another uh, job listing for a uh, multiplayer game that calls for a principal designer, again, mentoring a AAA Unreal um, 5 multiplayer action game. Crucially, the description mentions blending genre transcending gameplay mechanics around vehicular and on-foot combat. Sounds like twisted metal to us. So as for the mention of arriving day one for PC, there is little, there's a little tidbit. Uh, knowledge of range to game services such as Steam and PSN backends. So there is no official confirmation that a new trusted metal game is in the works, but evidence is cer- certainly mounting to support the idea. And after all that, the job listing, it's obvious. <laughs> you know, it just seems too obvious. You know, uh, the world needs another trusted metal game. Um, and are you a fan of the, uh, the franchise? Uh, used to be back on you know PlayStation when it first came out because it was kind of cool to play. Um, yeah. but I mean, this is definitely Twisted Metal. Obviously, we know that the the TV show with Anthony Mackie is being produced, but this is definitely a free to play. Um, one of those live service games that Sony were talking about. Um, one of those ten. So I can see it being day and date with PlayStation and PC on that front. But yeah, yeah, I mean, it's exciting times for people. That's what they want to play. It's 
hand in hand with PlayStation history, you know what I mean? Especially yeah. more so on the North American side, like it was more popular um, across the Atlantic than it was here. But right. you remember the characters from all the marketing. I, um, and that's the only thing I remember. <laughs> um, mm. uh, but yeah, um, I've never really been a fan of the series, but yeah, I hope to see if they can make this game um, interesting, you know, for a new audience. And hopefully they might even get me as a customer. PlayStation. It is time for the UK top 10 sales charts of the week. I do not have an honourable mention for you guys today, but there is still quite a lot to get through. So we're just going to dive right in, starting now. New Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe is at number 10 with Minecraft at number 9. Nintendo Switch Sports is at number 8 with Dead Space Remake at number 7. At number 6 is Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 with Animal Crossing New Horizons at number 5. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is at number Four, with FIFA 23 slipping from number one to number three after a small 3% drop. Holding firm at number two this week is Sony's God of War Ragnarok with sales up 10%. And at number one, Hogwarts Legacy has got off to a very big start at UK Games Retail and is comfortably the number one game of the week. It is the biggest launch for any Harry Potter game ever, with sales 64% higher than the previous best, Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone from 2001. In fact, the biggest week for a Harry Potter game wasn't a launch week at all. It was the second week of The Philosopher's Stone due to hype around the movie. Even compared to that week, Hogwarts Legacy was still bigger by 2%. This week is more impressive when you consider this is just for physical sales. Hogwarts Legacy would have received a substantial number of digital downloads, which will come later in the week, whereas Philosopher's Stone didn't have any digital sales back in 2001. Therefore, the success will be even more pronounced once all the data is in. 82% of Hogwarts Legacy sales were on PS5, with the remaining 18% on Xbox Series S and X. Let that data roll in and catch me next week for the update. All right, Alex. Yeah. Demi was there with the chart. Harry Potter, 80% higher box sales than Elden Ring. Sorry, let me say that. Really? Hogwarts Legacy. 80% higher box sales than Elden Ring. That is insane. That is that is insane. It is absolutely crazy. And also, um, as she mentioned there, it's the biggest Harry Potter title launch of all time in the UK for a video game. But the sales are going to be massive for this. And obviously, people did not give a shit about what was said, uh, you know, five years ago or six years ago by the creator, because they went out in the <laughs> masses to buy this game. You know, it's going to be interesting because obviously Hogwarts is number one for this week. Will this manage to break the cycle, you know, um, which is could it actually stay for uh, number one for more than three weeks? You know, is this going to be the game to break the trend? You know, because every game has managed to do, what, two weeks? I think Horizon last year was... Well, uh, I think it was three. more... Oh yeah, I think it was more towards the uh yeah, it was three uh four no games had stayed at number one for three weeks, but they couldn't get three. to the fourth week. The fourth week, um, okay. But I think FIFA has done that since. Uh obviously we stopped doing it at Christmas because obviously FIFA was just gonna be at number one mostly. But I think so FIFA has pretty, if we didn't yeah, announce yeah. it doesn't count. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh but it'll be interesting to see what it does week two, but I think it's it's so big front loaded, it's already gotta be at least five million worldwide. 
already. Yeah, it was already on the top 10 charts, for, wasn't it? And you know that's before I mean? the game even released, you know, yeah. both editions. Uh, but I am I, I am very happy, though, ladies and gentlemen. You know, after last week's PSA, uh, you did listen and you and the fans have responded. We <laughs> in this week's top 10. So, big well done to y'all. Well done to y'all. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's amazing. And obviously, God of War's there holding strong. All right, well, then. So uh, uh, we're going to be wrapping up now, aren't we? What we got? Uh, so before we go, uh, this is where we do the letters. Again, everyone just seems to want to talk about The Last of Us. As we keep telling you guys, the latest PSX is where we talk about the HBO show. So that is where we're talking about it, not on this show. But we were going to you know, end it there and do that. But we are going to quickly chunk to you the UK chart for January 2023. So this is the entire chart for the UK for the whole month of January. Alex, take nice. it away from number 20. Number 20, we have Watch Dogs Legion. Number 19, we have Minecraft Switch Edition. You know, I think uh, the Switch Edition is just holding up Mojang and Microsoft. Uh, <laughs> at number 18, we have Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege. Number 17, we have Switch Sports. Number 16, for Spoken. That's crazy, because I think it was only out for two days. Uh, in January, number 15, Pokemon Violet, number 14, WWE 2K22, number 13, Sid Meier's Civilization 6, and number 12, Fire Emblem Engage. Is that the new one? That's the new one, yeah. I yeah. think that was only out for like two, three days as well, and it's already yeah. in the chart. Uh, at number 11, it's back, Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker Saga. It never dies at number 10, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. And number nine, NBA 2K23. Number eight, uh, Grand Theft Auto Online. You can buy that separate. Number seven, Elden mm. Ring. Uh, amazing game. And number six, Dead Space. Now, all the games that finished above Dead Space, this is impressive when you consider that Dead Space had a massive launch and it was a new release and stuff. Number five, yeah. God of War Ragnarok. And number four, Red Dead Redemption 2. Now, Shock. ladies and gentlemen, uh, and number three is Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. And now you will understand why I let Alex go first, because I wanted him to say number two. <laughs> well, it's good to see that this game has made its way into two. It's Grand Theft Auto 5, but leave some people. <laughs> <laughs> this is the last time that that game is in the top 20. <laughs> and at number one the for the month is FIFA 23. Now, Alex, what makes this really, really interesting is the fact that GTA always hovers around like the 7, 8, 9, 10 in the chart. But when the whole month comes out, it sits right up at number two, you know, and yeah. I can't wait. Like, so basically there's two latest PSX episodes this week for Patreon. So you get two episodes this week on top of this episode. One is dedicated to review The Last of Us episode five. The other one is the charts from around the world for January. And GTA yeah. did not pay attention to Alex because GTA dominated worldwide and we will break all those numbers down for you in the latest. But the one thing, the one thing I will say though is that this chart, even though it does include digital and physical sales, it doesn't include digital sales for the Nintendo console. So I'd be really interested to see exactly where Mario Kart Eight really plays. You say this engage every. You say this every sports. time, Alex. You say this oh, every yeah. time. Not to mention here's Minecraft. A here's the thing, right? Here's the funny thing. Every week, 
Switch games are like its highest position is number four unless it's a new release, right? Two things. One, there's only like 10 people that use Nintendo Switch online unless they're playing Minecraft. And two, if you don't, you know the saying, if there's if a tree falls and no one's around, did anyone hear it? If you don't release the numbers, they don't fucking count. You know what I mean? And there's a reason you know why you're a publicly traded you know company <laughs> that's almost going to... Well, let me rephrase that. You're a publicly traded company that's soon to be owned by the Saudis, right? You know it's going to happen. What, you know it's going to happen. Got chance, mate. Oh, 7%, they, come on, they had 0% a couple of months ago. There are 7 now. It's all right, man. It's like they're giving some away. It's okay. Let's share the love. Nah, Nintendo didn't even know it was happening. They're going to get a hostile takeover. Of course they do, man. Of course Once they do. the Saudis yeah, I mean, get to 30, that's it, mate. Once the Saudis get to yeah, 30, I, yeah, it'd be interesting be if they do it. actually get to that stage, but uh, they're making some really interesting investments. But yeah, I mean, like you said, I mean, the Nintendo games do normally hover around, you know, in the top 10. I mean, Minecraft is definitely there all the time, and Mario Kart 8, not to mention Animal Crossing, as well as uh, Pokemon series. Do you know what I realized as well? Now you just said it, Minecraft is the only third party game I ever see in the chart on Switch. On the Switch? Uh... The only other game I remember from the whole of last year is Bayonetta, and that was there for like two weeks. Bayonetta, yeah, Bayonetta. No, there's been there's been others which escape me right now. But um, yeah, exactly, but yeah, uh, exactly. If we did have the figures, <laughs> I could guarantee the top four the top four games would probably be Mario GTA Kart Five, 8, GTA Online, no, Red Dead Redemption, Animal Crossing, <laughs> Star Wars, Pokemon, <laughs> and then Minecraft. Nah, and that I would just, just be find the top it, four games. All I'm gonna say so is there's a reason why they it. hide the figures because they don't. No, 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 no. They don't lose confidence for the rest. No, of No, no, no. Alex, listen, listen. The the best thing to say is. If you're a publicly traded company and you don't share your digital sales, there's another company that does that in this industry and they don't share them because they're not very good. And that's Microsoft. <laughs> so that's why, that's why you don't share Microsoft. Them. But anyway, Microsoft, ladies and right. gentlemen, we're going to the, the, the difference is, let me nah, just say nah, this. Nah, the, difference nah, is, nah. the difference is Microsoft hide their figures for good reason. You know, no, I don't think. So. Listen, know, I think nobody I, has nobody has an Xbox. <laughs> nobody just, has. An Xbox. I'll be honest with you. Like everybody knows, <laughs> Nintendo is very, very, very box sales heavy. Families yeah, they, buy boxes. You know no, what I mean? So no, like, actually, no, 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 that's no, the no, thing. Listen, no, listen, listen. Aren't. The that, figures well, are coming out. The, the actual figures, the, the accounts are coming out. As it, um, I think it's March. Yes, obviously they'll we'll get the updated figures for um sales, uh, the switch sales as well for the console as well as all the, uh, the units. Um, so yeah, you'll actually see exactly how much they've sold. And I mean, the last reporting of what Mario Kart was like almost fifty million. You yeah, know, like, and that's just like, and that's on a single console, and they're only out. counting the Nintendo Switch sales. So. Hey, what can I say, man? They're not even talking about Wii U. They're just talking about Switch, man. Yeah, but dude, well, I think the biggest selling game on Wii U sold 12. But, you know, when you you bundle the the game into Switch consoles during COVID, it's going to fucking sell. It's not all. No, no, no. Uh, It's on everything. I love the fact that Nintendo still state that Nintendo Wii Sports sold over 80 million. I'm like, it was in the box. But you count it as sales. That's hey, the funniest you know, thing I've ever heard. Everybody, everybody bundles their heard. popular game. Yeah, you know, PS, Sony's already done that. With yeah, but listen, you can't say one thing and then not hold it for another. <laughs> All right. But ladies and gentlemen, we're not going to talk about the seven <laughs> copies. We're not going to talk about the seven <laughs> copies idiot. digitally that Nintendo <laughs> sold last quarter because they're all box sales. Let's go to the latest PSX, ladies and gentlemen, because we're going to talk about the last of us. 
<laughs> yes it is that time of the week ladies and gentlemen but thank you for listening and thank you for tuning in this week uh we love your ears and eyes uh but let us know what your thoughts are about any of the new stories that we did talk about today uh was it sony and its world record breaking figures was it the ps plus uh extra and premium games for february what are you, what games are you going to be downloading um what are your thoughts about the microsoft activision latest debacle let us know what your thoughts about that and obviously ea and their FIFA acquisition of letting go and trans EA. What's it called? EA what? EA Sports? EA Sports really FC. EA Sports. EA Sports FC. Uh, but yeah, and also let us know, do you think that Vice Sprite Studios is actually working on Twisted Metal? And if they are, are you one of those, will you be applying for the role? You know, um, and that would you be doing it without ChatGPT? Because I know a lot of people are cheating on their CVs as well as their um, AI abilities using that so- Microsoft now owns and could that actually be part of Microsoft's grand plan to incorporate chat GPT with HUD well stay tuned anyway ladies and gentlemen be safe be well and before we go uh Sonny have you got any final words nothing we spoke enough about the uh world record holder for console sales the PlayStation all right good night fake, everybody fake.